guys, it's Raquel from Redeemed LA, and I'm here with Deborah, Jenny, and Danny. And today we'll, we will be talking about worship and how it's more than a song. It's more than, than just words, you know? And so we were talking about right now that um, worship is a wonderful, beautiful, extravagant moment with the Lord that you have where you are putting yourself aside you are just forgetting about yourself and remembering all that God has done in your life and you are worshiping for who worshiping him for who he is because previously we spoke about how praises um thanking God for everything that he's done but worship is now worshiping for who he is you know like he's love so you worship him for being so loving so caring you know you worship him because he's always taking care of you and then a verse to or yeah, a verse to back up the fact that it's a moment to humble ourselves is Psalms 95.6. Come, let us bow down and worship him. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. And so when I was looking about like what worship was, one of the definitions was that it was kneeling down or like, you know, um, postrandote. Yeah, surrendering, surrendering yourself. And then this verse backs that up completely because also whenever I would try to look for the word worship in the Bible, all of them had the word kneel in it. So it's humbling yourself and knowing that it's not time for you. It's not time to ask for things. It's time to just be like, God, you are so amazing. I love you for everything that you do and for just who you are. And I hope to continue doing this as well as possible. Right, and, and just to what you just said and to back you up even more, um, I like to tell this, and I'm going to do it super quick because, you know, we already recorded this one, so we messed it up. So uh, the, the best way to to, uh, to explain it is, uh, is like, for example, when you go to a birthday party, you know, there's 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 different times of the birthday party. So, for example, in the first, in the first like, seven hours, like, it's all about the jumper, it's all about the food, it's all about everything. But it's funny how nobody likes to stay to the opening to the gift opening right and that's exactly what happens in, in, in church everybody likes to jump everybody likes to you know listen to the preaching and everything but when it's time to worship when it's time to give god his time when it's time to tell him how beautiful he is how holy he is how worthy he is everybody kind of just dances and then goes oh thank you very much like, i'm gonna go back to my seat and sit down and most of us started that way right we used to dance and we used to run back to our seat because it's embarrassing that i'm here and where's my friends i always see people doing that they, they do the whole spongebob thing have you seen it when he's like this <laughs> right <laughs> right the whole spongebob thing like oh my friends are here. i gotta go back to my seat right and it's not like that we should actually stay there and be able to worship him and be able to tell him who he is and 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 the, the craziest thing about this is that in John 4, 23, it says, But the time is coming when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. In fact, the time is now and here. And these are the kinds of people that the Father wants to be his worshipers. And then the 24th says, God is a spirit. So the, peop so the people must worship him. I'm sorry, it says the people who worship him must be worshiped in spirit and truth, meaning that that God doesn't want people that are phony. People doesn't want people that just just tell him, oh, holy, 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 and that's it. It's not only that it says, oh, worthy, worthy, worthy is your name and you're beautiful, and they sing Jeshua. No, but it's 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 about people that actually go and live this worship and people that actually understand that worship is more than just a song. And we have to be careful what and how we do it. And I saw. I don't know if you guys ever heard of a uh, Rick Pino. I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him, but he was telling me. He was telling me like if I knew him, right? But he he was saying that 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 when he he knows he has like a like a like he like in his church he has to like worship or lead. He goes that his way of worshiping and and the, and the way that the spirit has guided him is that he's you know 
He takes care of the kids a little bit more. He does a little bit more things around the house than he usually would. And that makes me come and think. And I was like, okay, so what about us? Like, do you think God likes people that don't listen to their parents? Kids that don't have good grades. People that are not going doing what parents are saying. Like, as simple as, as simple as, hey, take out the trash. God, mom, I'm, I'm the last one of Fortnite. Give me a second. Like, like, is that worship? And you know what? I used to know a few people like that. And I, I, I've heard testimonies that there's a, there's this guy's dad that told me, he was like, dude, I used to have such a hard time telling him to take out the trash. And he would always tell me, no, later, 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 later. And he says, I don't know what in the world happened to him. But now I tell him to take out the trash. He pauses whatever he's doing, grabs it, and takes it out of the trash. And it's such a simple thing. You might say, Danny, that's so stupid. But, that, guys, that is worship. That is obedience. And in the smallest things. Go ahead, Raquel. Um, and so so you know how then we go into the fact that worship is is a lifestyle yes and so romans 12 1 says offer your bodies as a living sacrifice for this is a true way of worship mm. and offering your bodies as a living sacrifice doesn't just mean you're you're offering yourself you're humbling yourself you're dying to yourself in the time that's only worship at church like you should be dying to yourself every single day we should all be dying to ourselves every single day every single moment and every single second and obedience and sometimes doing the things that we don't want or feel like doing like Danny was saying like taking out the trash like that's part of dying ourselves dying to ourselves as well like we need to put ourselves aside and just be like okay I can take like five seconds out of my day to just like walk to the trash bin and like throw this in the trash can like it's literally not that hard even though I struggle with it it's 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 a process and you know there's no condemnation for like you not doing it the first time like that's why God is so beautiful like he's so forgiving and merciful but that's why we need to really take up the chance to die to ourselves and offer this true way of worship in our daily lives I was just going to add that if you read Romans 12 too, it says don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world but let God change you inside with the of thinking then you will be able to understand and accept what god wants for you you will be able to know what is good and perfect him and what is perfect and it's just what uh, raquel is saying right she's she's uh literally saying like offer your bodies as sacrifice and then we're all left thinking like how do we do this like do we go upon the altar and just fire to ourselves no right like there's a way that he says how to do it don't be like the world and right now i feel like it's such a hot topic uh I don't know if you guys know that uh, Texas passed an, an abortion uh, bill that they can't abort after six weeks. Um, personally, I'm very, very happy about this. Not everybody is happy about this, but there's a lot of Christians that I see even on my stories, and I'm just like so baffled at the fact that they think that their thoughts are higher than God's thoughts. Like, guys, we are we are not put on this word to talk about the world. I'm sorry to talk about what we think is right. If I can talk about what I think is right, I'm going to tell you how all of my sins are justified. No, absolutely not. We're here to talk about what God thinks because his thoughts are perfect. And I want to change my mind to the mind of Christ, not to my own mind. So yeah, I think this is one of the things you're saying. And uh, not only are you going to sacrifice your body, you're going to sacrifice your ego. You're going to sacrifice friendships, loved ones, family. Uh, you're going to sacrifice a whole bunch of things, right? And this is true worship. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. And also just add one verse and then I promise to stop talking. Um, it says 1 Corinthians 10 31. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And it's reminding me of what you were saying, Danny, about the story of the kid taking out the trash, right? Everything we do to do with the glory of God. Guys, even when you go to school, I, a lot of you are young and you, you go to school, act like if you're going to school for God or you go to, you go to, uh, to work, act like you're working and you're working for God. 
put all of your effort. God will bless you. Whenever we act like God is in everything, that's when it becomes a real lifestyle. That's when it becomes our second nature, something that we naturally do because we love God and we worship him in this way. Um, another thing to add, what Deborah was saying about um, like not being like the world. I have a verse that it's James 1, 26 through 27. And it says, if a person thinks that he is religious but can't control his tongue, he is fooling himself. That person's religion is worthless. Pure, unstained religion, according to our to God our Father, is to take care of orphans and widows when they suffer and to remain uncorrupted by this world. And what I got from that verse was that our words have have meaning and have so much power and like we can't we can't say that we're all about Jesus and we can't say we're a light to this world when when we look like this world and we talk like this world and we gossip and we put down our brothers and sisters and we pay attention more to the world when but then like at church we're like saying like like oh yeah I love Jesus and stuff like that but then in the world you're different and it's just important to recognize that that living a life of worship means putting all those stuff behind and yeah that's you know you know you know what i call those people and i'm sorry if i if i judge people i call those instagram believers are those people that put that they're in parties on their stories put bad words in everything they do and then when you go to their when you go to their bio it says isaiah 47 i trust in god <laughs> and i'm just like but wait wait, 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 wait hold on you were just saying f-bombs b-bombs everything on your story and you and you still have it like oh god takes care of me at all times which he does i, I don't agree but like 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 she said right like the like genesis said shouldn't we be ambassadors of jesus christ not just only sometimes not only just when we want to and i'm gonna read you guys a, a verse on math a math mat uh matthew 15 7 it says you are hypocrites isaiah was right when he spoke for God about you guys. Listen, it says, These people honor me with their words, but I am not really important to them. Their worship of me is worthless. The things they teach are only human rules. So now we have two, we have two, um, how do you say that, two dangers. So we can be living a worldly life, check this out, and coming in church and only worship Him here, or we can have a Christian life at home and Christian life here, but yet condemn everybody that wants to come to church. So, you know, like, oh, um, you know, I have gay tendencies. Oh, you, oh you got, you're going to go to hell. Oh, um, you know, I'm stuck with pornography. Oh, oh you're done. Oh, uh, I have this sin. Oh, you're God doesn't want human rules, but he wants grace. So we also have to understand that worship is not always sending people to hell. Uh, not in the bad way, but in the right way. Oh, you're going to go to hell because you sin. No, we should say, hey, we love you. And because Jesus loves you, we love you. Because we were once wretched like he, like we, like you are. Not to be mean, but you know what I mean, right? Like imagine calling somebody wretched, but like like what I'm trying to say is like, you understand we were all stuck in that same place and now it's time to lend a hand. God doesn't want people to say, oh, make sure that you were, for example, you know, which one I always, I always like to say, like that girl that came in church and had a small, and had like a small, like a mini skirt. Everybody was looking at her and making her feel uncomfortable. And I, and I always say, why do we make it feel like her, your, what you wear is the most important thing? If you're in the altar, watch what you wear. But if you're just coming for the first time, shouldn't we just say, hey, God bless you. I want to talk to you about somebody. You know, there's Jesus Christ up there that loves me. And I used to dress. I don't know if you guys used to dress. I used to dress just like you. I used to wear flip-flops to church, guys. 
And, and you know what? And you know what? Everybody used to tell me, oh my God, you're the pastor's son. I was like, what? So what? I always tell them, what does God look at? My heart or my flip flops? And they used to look at me and they'd be like, oh, but now I was in the altar. So you know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to say is that we have to see that we're not, we're not, we're worshiping the right way. Raquel, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, there's there's two things I want to add. The first one is that, like, I literally love how Jesus speaks so boldly. Like, in the Bible, I literally, I love it so much. Because when he was, um, I think the right word here would be reprimand. When he was reprimanding the Pharisees for being literally so fake. He, like, was so bold to call them, um, in Spanish, it says, uh, nido de víboras. So, like, a nest of, like, snakes. snakes. And I was like, um, wow, this is really... Like, if I was called that by Jesus, I would literally, like, unalive myself so fast. He was a savage. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, it's, it's, but it's, like, it makes you reflect, and it's, like, you can't really be living, like, this double life. We can't be living, like, like, oh, Jesus is so amazing, like, in the church, and then outside, it's, like, oh, whatever, like, I'm a whole different person, you know? And then there's, there's a verse, um, this is the other thing I was talking gonna talk about psalm 63 4 it says daily i will worship you passionately and with all my heart my arms will wave to you like banners of praise so you know this is going back to like worship is really more than just words it's worshiping with your heart it's allowing god to like analyze and and um what's it called and and see your heart and and allowing him to um see what you have to say even if it's not out in words you know and yeah, that's that's my one. I, I was just gonna add. I, I love that Raquel is saying this. And if we read John four twenty three, it says, "Yet a time is coming, and it has now come, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks." Which I think is crazy that the Father seeks them, right? Like, yeah. Usually, we are the ones seeking Him, right? But the Father is like actively looking for these worshipers in spirit and in truth. And every time I think about spirit and truth, if we read John 4, 24, it says God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and the truth. It's like second time it says it, right? But when it says worship in spirit and truth, who is spirit? God is spirit. And who is the truth? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, right? So we must worship how they taught us. Like look at Jesus when he li uh, when in his life, when he lives. I totally forgot how to speak. He lives. But um... <laughs> Yeah, look at the way he walked. Look at the way he he lived his life here on earth. Everything he did was to glorify the Father. Like there is nothing that he did uh, that was just for selfishness or uh, to do something he wanted or to talk about something he wanted to talk about that didn't really match the Father's uh, viewpoint. No, literally, uh, he is the verb, the word, right? And he became flesh, the Father's thoughts here on earth and literally that is how we should worship with our mind being one with the with the mind of christ um also going back to what i kind of wanted to like go back to what danny said when he was saying about like that we put down others when it comes to like what they do or how they live their own lives and and i think it's important to like talk about that because sometimes when we're worshiping a, a lot of just thoughts that are not from god they come to you and and mm -hmm. they tell you like hey remember that when you did this remember um accusing yeah, yeah accusing you yeah and it just makes you feel like damn i shouldn't i shouldn't be putting up my hands for god i'm not worthy and and you get kind of sad and it's just like and it's just like you see other people like they're being used and and they're crying and you're just like ah like 
I I did this sin and now I can't feel what they're feeling. And I just wanted to read this verse. It's Psalms 51, 16 through 17. And it says, going through the motions doesn't please you. A flawless performance is nothing to you. I learned God worship when my pride was shattered. Heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. And and that's David talking to God. And it just amazes me that David felt this way. And it it brings me like comfort to know that David felt this way, knowing that he had a heart like God, mm. because because even like it gives me comfort because I know that that I'm not I'm not alone feeling this or or I know that that like our leaders, they always tell us like when you feel like you're far away that's when you're like the closest Closest. and it's kind of like like mind-bottling but but it's like beautiful because that's when you feel most you have to understand understand that you have to understand what the word says and just like just like my sister said and just like what you're saying god is not looking for sinless people is that what it says god is not looking for perfect people god is not looking for clean people but look what it is. He's looking for people that worship in spirit. Spirit. Who's the spirit? The Holy Spirit. And just like you said, and who's who's the truth? Which is Jesus Christ, right? So imagine what imagine what he wants, and also the truth. So, but Danny, how do I have? How do how can I get Jesus? Because the word is the truth. The Bible says, um, "You um, know the truth, and the truth will set you free." Right. So, also, we have to understand that we have to read the Bible in order to reach to perfect worship. And that, and just like you said, it what you said is not, it's not far. You know, like it, or what you said is not, it's not wrong. The Bible says that the people that feel like they're ready isn't ready, and the people that feel like they're far from ready are the closest ones. I don't say it. The Bible says it many a times. The Bible says that the, the people that that feel uh, that have pride in their heart, God sees them from afar. But the people that are humble has them close. The Bible also says that God will never turn away a humble heart. That means never. Does that mean it never means never? No matter what you've done, no matter how you feel, no matter what you've done two hours ago, He will never. If you're humble and you come with uh, worship and you you bring a heart, He'll never turn it away. Um, and now that I'm like looking at at this verse, uh, I just remembered something that the hermano Jorge Hines said when he was here. He said that we need to let um, our worship be guided by the Spirit and have the Spirit give us words to speak to Him, you know, because even the Bible says like, you guys don't know how to pray, you guys don't know how to ask for things. So like, in, like, like overall we just don't know like how to do anything because without god we can't do anything we won't ever be anything without him in our lives and so that's the importance of like asking the holy spirit like help me say these words of love to the father that that are delightful to him not out of just like my own being out of my own emotions like allow me to say this because you help me truly feel in my heart this way and that the father delights in it you know um, I, I was just going to add something to what Jenny was saying, um, because I think it's really important that we remember that worship is not something we do because of who we are. Um, I think that's something that we confuse so much and it's really hard to get past. But we we have these thoughts that the enemy puts in our minds like, oh, you sin, you're, you can't worship. But really, 
we worship because although we are sinners, God chose us. We worship because although we are unworthy, he deems us worthy. So I, I think it's really important that we remember this. And when these thoughts come to our mind, rebuke them, uh, send them away and say, God, I cover myself with your holy blood, with your blood that washed away my sins, that paid that price so long ago. And I, I cannot say that your sacrifice was not enough. No, it's absolutely enough. And I worship you because of that. But we do, we feel frustration that we don't feel it. I was actually talking to somebody about that today because uh, she was telling me like hey i just feel so frustrated that like i'm doing things right and when i come and i look it's not like it's not like before why and i'm like well stop putting god in your box stop putting him on your agenda ask him what he wants to do for you like ask him what are your plans today uh what do you want to do you know we come with an agenda we come thinking like this is what i want to happen i want to cry six times and i want to be spun in circles 72 times but that's not how it works you know sometimes god doesn't want to do that and uh, i was reminding reminding her that in the bible i i don't remember where guys but it talks about the the tree that is planted uh, by the river right and then that tree has a drought for a year and it says that the tree's leaves did not grow uh did not turn brown because the um, the roots of the tree were so um cemented in the soil that it was able to pull water out right because it was by the river so i was telling her hey dude like check this out she went uh the, this tree went through a drought for one whole year there was no rain from the heavens but what the tree had from the ground was enough to sustain it and its leaves did not turn brown so maybe it's your drought God wants to see what you can do, you know, but that, that's not the point. The point was to say worship is not because of something we do. Worship is because of who he is and because he loves us, even when we're sinners. And there was something that um, Jenny mentioned, too, that like this this uh, feeling of like accusation and that that is actually like one of the enemies of worship, of praise, literally everything, um, because it really makes us feel like dang like i really shouldn't like be here i really shouldn't be like even like closing my eyes to like pray and like not even in my mind but there is a verse and it says uh, and it's in colossians 2 18 through 19 it says do not allow yourselves to be condemned by anyone so don't let yourself be condemned by the enemy or by someone else or even like it says here, by anyone who claims to be superior because of special visions and who insists on false humility and the worship of angels. For no reason at all, such people are all puffed up by their human way of thinking, and they have stopped holding on to Christ, who is the head of the body. Under Christ's control, the whole body is nourished and held together by its joints and ligaments and it grows as God wants it to grow. So don't allow people that cause division in the body of christ to condemn you um those people like get used by the enemy to try to knock you down but don't let that happen and know that by mercy and grace we are all here and that jesus already paid the price for all of us and that's why we are here and the only thing we can say is thank you if if i can put a little perspective on on what on what just you know just me to maybe just to uh give an example that i was thinking of um Sometimes we feel like just like just like Jenny said that we feel like oh like I shouldn't be here, but sometimes just like the party, would you stop giving your friend a birthday a birthday present because you you know you were jealous of him? No, you would present yourself to give him the present, and you would smile in his face or in her face and say hey happy birthday right? There would be no guilt. Be like oh did you remember when you had that bad thought? No, that's exactly what it is. 
don't worry about what you have done, but worry about what he has done to you in, in your life, right? And and that's what we have to do. We have to worry about not just coming to worship him, but live a, a, a worthy worship life. And that's the most important part. He doesn't want fake people. He doesn't want uh he doesn't want uh, people that that don't that don't that don't carry on this belief and this worship in your life. And my friend Sam here wants to say something. <laughs> um, the verse you used where it says um, God is looking for people that worship in spirit and truth. You know, you said um, spirit obviously is Holy Spirit and truth is Jesus Christ. But what if we look at it for ourselves? You know, we have a spirit. And what does the spirit do? It keeps us connected to God. That's a constant communication. You know, it's like when you charge your phone, right? We have the cable. If you don't have the cable... Your phone doesn't get juice. That's what our spirit is. Our spirit keeps us connected. And, you know, um, I like to, I like to, you know, I'm not changing the Bible, but imagine the Bible said, you know, God is looking for people who worship him authentically and accurately. Spirit, you know, authentically is what? Being, being who you are. Like, God, this is me. This is who I am. And truthfully, accurately, you know, be, be like I said, be on point with who you are. You know, yeah, be honest. That's what God is looking for. You know, honestly, be like, you don't have to pretend. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm pretending to worship like Danny or pretend to worship like someone else. No, be you. You know, because God made us each differently. We all have our own unique way to praise God. Essence. To worship him. You know, God didn't make two Sams. God didn't make two Raquel's. You know, he made you individually. Worship him how you feel. It's right. And also how you guys were saying about the mind. You know, there's a saying that says, worship that's mindless is meaningless. So if our mind isn't in the right place, then our worship means nothing. And I was reading this thing um, online, and I loved it. it. It's just a sentence, and then I will stop. It says, "It's uh, worship is not just a conversation you have, a t-shirt you wear, or a conference you attend. It is you. Right. Which I thought was super awesome. Like, it oozes out of you, and that's, and that's so good. And it honest, becomes you. Yeah, like, it becomes... Uh, yeah, like, literally becomes... And it, that's why the, there's a, that's a saying that you you eat what you are. Mm. What you eat. Sorry, you, oh my God, backwards. <laughs> you are, you are what you eat, right? And that, sorry, I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry. You are what you eat, but and it's also spiritually. You are what you eat spiritually, right? If you're only listening to incorrect music, if you're only saying bad words, if you have the bad friends, if you have, depending what you do, is that what you feed? And then, don't be wondering why are you saying bad words don't be wondering why you can't worship um you know what i had a problem with uh well i always had this problem that like i have so, so, I have so much going on that when i try to worship i just start saying like random stuff like for example i'm saying holy holy and then i go uh uh <laughs> it's so, so embarrassing but i go oh you know santo santo and then i go um could I, I, no, I say, uh, perdona mis pecados or something like that. And I'm like, this, I stop myself and I go, this is not time for asking for my sins. And I correct myself to say, okay, this is the time for this part and this part only. So just, just because sometimes we feel like 
oh, why do I feel like that? It's because we're so used to asking. We're so used to of just saying, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. That correct yourself. Be like, stop, stop. No. So not right now. That was before. Now it's time for him. So we we'll just, just so we keep it in 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 perspective. You want to say, please finish it off. Yeah. Um. There's this thing that nothing. Oh my god. There's this example that that you actually gave. Um. And I literally like it engraved in my brain. Please and it connects one. right with um <laughs> with what Sam said. And it's the example that that you would tell us um that you would like want what your aunt had. And until the point where she like told you like, no, God gave this to me and you need to look for what God has given you. Mm. So we shouldn't like desire the things that others have, you know, like Sam was saying, we need to, we need to know that God made us each and every single one of us um, different and very unique. And also we can't complain about like if we don't have this or that just because we see someone else has it or not. Like it literally says in the Bible, can the can the um clay tell the clay potter what to do or like why he was made like this like no um we can't it's god it's his beautiful wonderful will and we need to know that we need to look for what god has in set for us because he has something beautiful and unique for each and every one of us not only in blessings but also experiences and encounters with him all right guys uh we have reached the end to our podcast honestly we're so good we almost only do like 30 minutes so it doesn't become that tedious and um honestly guys just want to tell you guys uh, i hope this is a blessing to you guys and i hope that what we say here becomes something that you can rely on and guys don't forget to follow us on instagram uh redeem la and we're on tiktok as well and we're on facebook too but yeah i don't even know why but God bless you guys, and I just hope there's a blessing, guys. God bless. Take care.